Hey, this is Bond Diesel bringing you episode 18 of the Echo Cast. This episode's going to be a little different. If you listened last week, you got part one of my talk with Bronson about the Division 2 and PvP. You're going to get the second part of that today. First, I'm going to go through some content updates, state of the game recap, and then we'll go straight into the Bronson, uh, the rest of that Bronson interview and uh, the talk that we had. So, uh, to start with content update, I'm going to put this podcast out a little bit early. So, if you're listening to this, Saturday is the end of the giveaway for the Division 2 art print from E3 uh, that you cannot buy anywhere else. So, I highly suggest jumping on, getting your last entries in, spreading the word a bit if you don't mind. Maybe a bit counterproductive for you if you want to win, but I believe uh, we're all on the same side here. We just want uh, we just want to have some fun. So check it out. Next update. Uh, we are on iTunes now. So uh, look for uh, links for that. I've tried to put them all over the place. I have it pinned on my Twitter. Um, I've got it on the SoundCloud webpage. You can see it down on the right in the links. Um, you can search for the EchoCast in the iTunes podcast section. Um, one huge thing you can do for me, if you can rate and review preferably positively but if you have uh, a negative review you know what i would love to see it i'm also waiting on spotify to approve the echo cast uh, i'm under the impression they take much longer so be on the lookout for that uh, next little update is august will be a challenge i've given myself to upload a video to youtube every single day of august all 31 days um, that's going to include my EchoCast updates um, and some other stuff I do anyways, but it's also going to be 27 or 28 unique videos. Um, I'm starting on them now. They're, they're probably going to be you know 5 to 10 minutes long, not super complicated, um, but I've got all kinds of topics I want to touch. Uh, I may do some gear resets um, with a twist, maybe. Um... But yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm really trying to make a push to get, I want to hit a thousand, thousand subs on YouTube. That's my goal um, sooner than later. So we're at around 600 right now. Uh, the Discord is back. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. I'm trying to build that up. Uh, trying to make it much less complicated than it was before. A little less annoying. Um, so go check it out. Go say hi. And the last bit of an update is I am currently stretching out and trying to reach um, people to restart words with bond um, it might be a mix of audio and text ones on medium again if you haven't seen this series if you're newer to my content um, i highly suggest looking up uh, words with bond uh, or bond diesel on the medium website that's a blog website i've got all kinds of really cool freaking interviews on there with tons of names you'll recognize from the division and a few people outside for a quick state of the game recap, uh, we got a finalized date for the global event assault. It begins on the 30th. You'll be able to get Sentry, Striker, and Reclaimer. If there's a single global event I highly suggest checking out, it's this one. All three of those sets are great. Sentry is amazing for, for PvE, can be for PvP, especially 
you want to do a shield build with five piece uh, sentry and uh, the gloves that give you pistol damage. Striker is striker. Even though it's going to get nerfed, I, it's still going to be good. So I highly suggest checking it out. And Reclaimer, uh, in, especially in PvE, but even in PvP, will make you a very popular person. Uh, another update from uh, State of the Game, Yannick got a second rogue kill. We'll leave that there. Uh, the patch that's coming up, they are still going to do the patch that is going to work on the running in place bug. Uh, that's been made so popular uh, and known by Marco style and uh, something to, to balance out the striker meta. There's been some hints that there may be some other small fixes as well. They've also been trying to make sure people understand that like other significant bugs may just not get fixed. It's it's it, them even going back and fixing those two things, whether we like it or not, is kind of a stretch and they're going to spend as little time as they can on it. Just to be frank, uh, that, at least that's my opinion. Um, and at the end of the day, knowing how much time we have left on this game um, and the fact that the next game is at least probably going to be supported for three years, if not more. Again, just a guess for me, but I would say it's a pretty good chance. I would like them to spend as much time as possible on the upcoming game. The August Global event should still happen. Things are still planned for that, but they didn't give a date. Uh, and last, the Comic-Con uh, narrative panel VOD is out there. They said they just aren't really sure who has it, uh, but that it should be uploaded sooner than later and uh, just be on the lookout for it. That's all I had. I'm going to start the part two of my Bronson chat after I'm done talking here, and I will see you during the next EchoCast. Okay, well, moving on to kind of a second part here. Um, I'll probably, this one will probably be a lot quicker is talking about gunplay and weapons and stuff like that i don't dislike the gunplay in division one um but i i do hate that it's just lightweight m4 laser fire exactly no like it's, you know. it's always been a rate of fire meta yep. unfortunately yep. and there's only been a few weapons that have been used prevalently and that's just because they're an outlier compared to everything else and like there's times especially right now at this point in the game and and you know 4000 hours into it i'd sometimes use guns that i know aren't good just to do it <laughs> my I buddy like... taco cat's the same way look he'll run around with a police at ta21 <laughs> just for the hell of it you know yeah. um and in pve you can make it work i mean it's you know you can make almost anything work in pve but like the mk16 is one of my favorite guns in the game I and it looks cool the coolest looking one yeah it's so sweet and honestly, the police M4, I love that thing. It looks so badass when you deck it out. Uh, but it, like, you know, it, it, it's the Skylooker gun, man. You hold down the trigger yeah, for a second. Yeah, that pattern is it's just so horrendous. <laughs> and you look at the lightweight M4 and LVOAC, which are the other weapons in that weapon family, and you're yep. like, why would I use anything else? Yeah, it makes no sense not to. You know, it's, it's silly. Um, even the Liberator, in theory shouldn't have that issue and it does you know yeah because it has the police m4 recoil recoil right and so um that that's a thing that i will say from the the lightweight m4 it was obviously in the demo um and what i will say is that maybe it was a lack of familiar familiarity and maybe it wasn't having the right mods on it but even the lightweight m4 had very mk16 ish um recoil is what it felt like even with mods on it and and from what I could tell was that um, it's 
it's gonna there's gonna be a lot less holding the trigger down and firing a whole magazine. Um, it, it seems like there's gonna be a lot more focus on burst firing and stuff like that, which with a lower time to kill, in theory, should bring us a more satisfying gunplay. But from from what you've seen from your Division One experience and knowledge, and from what you've gotten to see about Division Two, what what are kind of your hopes for the gunplay in Division Two? Uh. I want there to be actual weapons balancing, like we touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. So um, for weapons in the division, that falls into basically 12 categories. You have weapon type. You have the base damage. You have the weapon class bonus. For SMGs, you get crit hit chance. Mm-hmm. For ARs, you get enemy armor damage. You have the headshot multiplier. And what they should have done in Division One let's say uh, the Scar Light or the Tactical Mark 16, mm-hmm. to differentiate those weapons from the LVOAC or Lightweight M4, they should have a higher headshot multiplier okay. in addition to their higher base damage. And you also have the accuracy dispersion, like how fast, how wide does the reticle get and how quickly does that happen? Then you have uh, the recoil pattern. Like you said, the police m4 (laughs) all over the place and uh typically if you're going to have a weapon like that you're going to increase the base damage to compensate for the fact that you're not going to land as many shots then you have rate of fire Um, i'd like to see more drawbacks to rate of fire Mm -hmm. like uh, the mp7 actually does it really well and that has a very limited magazine capacity but it just rips (laughs) i love that gun and you have weapon attachments. Um, pretty much every gun can accept all weapon attachments, mm-hmm. aside from outliers like the converted SMG9. Sure. Or a lot of the exotic weapons, for some reason, don't allow that. And uh, what they should do, like the regular SASG-12 doesn't have a underbarrel. So to compensate for that, they should either raise the headshot multiplier or increase the base damage. And you have magazine size. And this is the one that worries me about Division One and Division Two. Like if you um, took a look at, like if you screenshot the lightweight M4 they showcased, it had 50 rounds in the magazine. Okay. I don't know if that's because it was modified with an extended mag or what. It was. I I can, yeah. But I want more magazine options. Like pretty much everyone using extended mag in Division 1. Sure. Because it's all about rate of fire and rounds on target. Unless you're a Lone Star LMG. Use that, yeah, the rate rate of fire, you know, whatever you use, yeah. Yep, I want more rate of fire. I want more critical hit chance. Then you have optimal range. Uh, I really want that to be a thing in Division 2, and it looks like it is. Like, Mm -hmm. if you look at that screenshot, you actually Mm -hmm. see a visual graph of the damage drop-off that I went in for. Uh, Then you have reload speed. And um, Thylander was talking about this just recently where one of the cool things that they tested in the PTS for Division 1 was reloading would knock you out of sprint. Mm -hmm. And that was actually really made for more tactical fights in PvP. People hated it. Oh, yeah, people hated it. I loved it. It made people account for their rounds. Mm -hmm. That's what I loved about it. Mm -hmm. And um, they were talking about some different concepts about what to do. And I'm the proponent that you're movement speed should dictate your reload speed so if you're in a dead sprint then your reload speed should be increased by like 50 percent sure 
if you're uh, jogging like 25%, if you're walking like 15%, if you're stationary, you get the regular reload speed or maybe even a little buff. Yeah. Like being in or cover. If you're in cover. Getting, yeah, sure. Accurate buff. Absolutely. And uh, the last one is weapon talents. I mean, you're always going to have um, what are always outliers like responsive because it's multiplicative mm-hmm. damage. Mm-hmm. But um, I really hope that they get weapons balancing right in Division 2. And if you look at... um the lightweight M4 that they showcased, lock and load with the weapon talent. Reloading mm-hmm. from empty increases weapon damage by 20% for five seconds. So if you just look at that at first glance, you're like, all right, that's a lot of damage, but that's not a lot of time. Sure. But then you need to start thinking about second and third order effects. Like, all right, this weapon has a rate of fire round permitted of 850. How long does it take to just do a mag dump with that weapon? Mag. Sure. And how long does it take to reload that magazine? And you could essentially have constant uptime for lock and load. If you have a high enough rate of fire, quick enough reload. Exactly. Sure, sure. And, and, and uh, that's I something they don't if... do enough base damage buffs sure. that are that high with seemingly so little drawbacks. Because if you have that talent, what I would do is spec in. Now, I think it's not a bad thing to have a talent like that that gives people the option to spec into that. To yeah, spec you should have fast to reload speed, that, sure. Like rate of fire or reload speed. Because what I would do is run around with one round in my magazine, and see someone fire it, reload, and then engage them. You know, like, um, yeah, yeah. The now I will say the extended magazine, um, and I'd have to go back and look at some of the screenshots, but I know the extended mag. The whole point of it, the difference now is that it has a set um, number of rounds it will add, and not a percentage. Um, nice. so what is 10 or 15 rounds, it would add to whatever gun you add it to. What do you think of the mods? Um, well, one, what do you think of the fact that they aren't farmable now and, um, that they're unlocked rather? Um, and two, what do you think of the idea of there being a very clear plus and minus to each mod? Um, I, I will say I personally like both of those changes, um, mostly just because of inventory management with the farming right. thing. Um, but the but the very clear plus and minus is something I think is good. The problem is, is that they need to be uh, significant pluses and minuses. It doesn't right. need to be you know plus fifteen percent RPM and minus some stat that no one gives a shit about. They they should be significant. But what are kind of your thoughts of those? I have a few thoughts for for number one mods being unlocked as opposed to being farmed. I'm not a fan of that. Okay. Uh, I feel it severely takes away from the RPG and grind aspect to it. But um, it unlocking things does give you a sense of progress and accomplishment. Sure. So that will be cool. But I don't like the fact that one weapon mod is unlocked for literally every weapon. And if they do do that, I really hope there's like very long quest lines. Okay. Essentially, to get your extended mag to get or, that, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And as far as uh, the second part, uh, what was the second part? The uh, plus minus on each oh, yeah. one. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. Um, I think there should be bonuses and drawbacks. And um, one of the things I liked about Division 1 before they changed the entire mod system in 1.4 was uh, you had horizontal stability yeah. and vertical stability yep. mods. Yep. Oh, wow. So with each weapon yeah. having a different recoil pattern, it was up to you as a player Sure. to test which mods would affect which weapons the most. I completely forgot about that. And That's right. 
I love that. Yeah. And that's something the principles at least remain in division two. One of the biggest things I've said for a long time is that in division one, and then as we move on to division two, I've always felt that the more choices you force the player to make the better. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and that's something that um, in a lot of ways we, we didn't see, we saw it here and there, like you said, with the horizontal and vertical stability and stuff like that. Um, or, Or just even in a lot of ways, the more choices we had available to us that we had to make, the better the game was at any given time. Um, and an issue that we have, that we've had in the game, I would say for a majority of the life with spurts, um, where this didn't apply, was that there just weren't a lot of choices to make at, yeah. at the end of the day. And, and not in, in every way. And the weapons you used, there weren't, oh, there's, I would say there's more choices than there were at some points right now, but not as many as there should be. Right. Um, in the skills that you use, in the talents you use on your character, mm-hmm. in the gear, like everything. 1.0, yeah. 1.1, yep. everyone used reckless because it was bugged. <laughs> 10% all damage resilience, <laughs> with no 10% drawback. damage. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah. So with, with the mods and stuff, I, I, I really hope and, and I would really like to see. Um, those be real choices to have to make, and I, and I think that they have that ability, and I and I'm gonna have faith that they will until I'm proven otherwise. That's that's my show up, you know, is <laughs> is that I I I believe that that's you know the opportunities there. Um, right. the the biggest thing is I don't really know how or why, but I'm under the impression that the ability to change those things is gonna be much easier in the sequel, um, right. due to some infrastructure changes and in just the way the game is built. Um, and, and so I really hope that maybe um, they, they take away a lot of the need for client patches and stuff like that to make yeah. those adjustments. And, and I'm under the impression that might be a thing. So um, that, you know, we can do a lot more stuff server side. And now we also, you know, that also brings a lot of other issues. But we'll, you know, I'll wait and see. But, um, yeah, no, I've always been big into the more choices, the better. And when it comes to the guns, attachments, all that. The one thing with the attachments that I would have liked to see is that not not releasing um, or not unlocking the extended mag for the entire for every gun, but maybe yeah. unlocking per class? I would have um, liked to see that. Yeah, yeah. like ARs, so shotguns, SMGs. Yeah, you need to play with the SMG a bunch to get your stability, you know, your your crit chance, you know, yep. magazine or whatever. Um, and maybe you know, that would be really cool, just so that you can't just pick up a sniper rifle and throw it on for, because you unlocked it on your AR like that's a small change that you know maybe I'll throw out there and see Um, yeah definitely it could work like commendations exactly like get X amount of kills with the SMG or even like borderlands it could be that simple yeah just kills kills, things like that sure sure um what is a gun that you really want to see in division 2 uh KSG 12 shotgun oh yeah I love that thing so I did a gun wish list video um nice. and that was one of them awesome i love that thing it's so freaking cool man now, people at work make fun of me so much because it's made by keltec and they yeah, have a I know. very poor and keltec history. has their reputation sure yeah. sure but um we we did a couple of runs at the shoot house when we were doing ballistic breaching and i was just flowing through stuff oh yeah like, hardly ever running out of ammo they were like oh shit <laughs> now correct me if i'm wrong but that shotgun has the ability to switch it has two tube mags right on each side yeah, so that's two tubes of seven switch. rounds each so you would essentially have 14 plus yep. one rounds yep 
Um, and I love the idea of the fact that you can switch which magazine you're loading from. So you yeah. can have slugs in one magazine and, you know, buckshot in the other or whatever mm-hmm. your situation may be. Um, yeah. So, okay, cool. And then my last question about the guns and stuff. Is it okay for me as a 30-year-old man to laugh every time I hear someone say PP-19? No, anyone that has watched my survival streams <laughs> That's know I got that it from. Yeah. sophomoric humor <laughs> increases 200% Absolutely. whenever that weapon comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, and the funny thing is, is I actually love that gun. Oh, it's I, such an awesome gun. Especially in survival. It's incredible. If oh, you yeah. can get one of those early, you're in such a such good shape just because of that sustained damage. Exactly. I, I love that gun in, in real life. I love that cyclical magazine. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see some exotic gun in Division 2 be the North Korean AK-47 that oh, yeah. has the cyclical magazine. That'd be so cool. Um It'd be a hot mess balance-wise <laughs> with an AR that has, like, what, like a 90-round magazine. It's something yeah. stupid. Um, they have that gun in State of Decay 2. Um, it's, it's nice. a, I haven't played it, that. It's, uh, again, if people think that the Division has a lot of bugs, they should go play State of Decay 2. And, um, but that game's a great example of a game that is a hot freaking mess. It's gotten a lot better since they released it. Um, a game that's a complete hot mess that is just an incredible blast to play it's so fun um but you need to go into it with the right mindset <laughs> yeah. yeah um okay cool so the last little section here um that i was going to ask about is just the rpg mechanics like i had asked about and just uh my first question would be what was your first and or what was your favorite rpg game you've ever played uh, i'm an old school pvp rpg guy my first one was ultima online okay i was like the og sure rpg but my favorite one was called asheron's call that uh-huh. was back in like 2000 2002 sure and uh, it was just like a living breathing world that the players essentially landscaped like the developers made it mm-hmm. but uh we influenced pretty much everything else um for people that haven't played pvp rpgs um you basically had pve and pvp in the same open world. So imagine you're farming Lexington in division and then you just get down from out of nowhere. Someone could have went rogue. Oh, on okay. So for everyone that complains about the dark zone, in the <laughs> division, I'm like, you guys, you guys <laughs> don't know your history. <laughs> sure. Sure. But, um, yeah, so we basically had huge wars. So you had your PVP guys like myself, and then you had your PVE guys and, uh, the PVE guys on PC, they would essentially, um, do AFK farming. They would set up macros for dungeons and uh, the macros would essentially do everything for them. So they had no player input, but they were amassing massive amounts of resources and experience and things like that. So um, we would essentially stage raids to take over the areas they had. And because they were AFK, (laughs) they couldn't really defend themselves. Sure. But, uh, and they weren't good PVP players. So when they did try to band together, uh, they pretty much just got decimated. It was like a so bunch of rabbits trying recruit... to fight the fox. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so they would recruit PVP players with the promise of, oh, we can give you oh, wow. X amount of resources. Like a mercenary so you would... system. Exactly. Okay. So you would have people just waging nonstop war on each other. And uh, eventually we realized why are we fighting each other when we're PVP players? And uh, there's these PVE guys with a whole bunch of resources. Why don't we just band together? And that's what some groups did. <laughs> but yeah, it was such a dynamic open world with like real decision making and choices and alliances. And 
there's never been anything quite like it since then. Sure. Unfortunately. With um with either of those games or even other ones that you can think of, are there any um like mechanics or anything like that you would like to see in Division Two just totally stolen from some of those games? Um, what else would they could they do? They have the clan system coming, which I'm really curious to get more information about that because yeah, they've essentially confirmed that there will not be an app for Division Two, which is a yeah, bummer. no API. Unfortunately, um, yeah. I'm still hoping that maybe there will be a clan management system like browser based. Mm-hmm. I, Either that or obviously they need to focus their manpower on the actual gameplay. Absolutely, that makes sense. But uh, there's people in like the Destiny community that essentially created their own, and then. Bungie was like, all right, why not just use this? Mm-hmm. So hopefully they take some initiative from the community members and uh, they're able to implement some things. Absolutely. Is there any other features you can think of that um, that you can think of from other games that you would just really, really kill to see in the division? Oh, man, I'd have to like... <laughs> it's probably a long list. Notes. No, yeah. I got you, I got you. Maybe we can cover that in another one. For sure. Um now, what are, you know, we, we talked a lot about how we want Division 2 to be like an evolution. We want it to leave behind a lot of stuff. But what are like a couple things from the Division 1 that you think are absolutely essential to keep in the sequel, uh, mechanic-wise? So, like I said, one of the aspects that drew me to Division was this is, it's essentially a massive online battle arena. Sure. But unlike anything else, like there's no other semi-realistic yep. third-person shooter. Yep. So one of the things I hope that they keep is uh, team synergy. Like, I think there should be team builds. And it's going sure. to be incredibly difficult to balance, especially with <laughs> the fact that there's not only going to be brands, mm-hmm. but also gear sets, gear sets. Yep. but also brands that work with gear uh-huh. sets. Like, that's going to be a nightmare to balance. And I really <laughs> hope they do it right. But yeah, yeah, something like that, like the sheer amount of potential that has as far as team play goes, like that's something I really hope they do and do right. Definitely. Um, there's that one of the big things we talked about when we were at E3, when we were kind of poking at everyone and trying to get all kinds of information, um, which I will say for like straight disclosure, after everything that they released at E3 over the whole week, when I went back and watched everything, there's like one, we had to sign NDAs. Right. Um, and there, there's literally, I think one thing I know that I can't talk about, which is cool because it makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> um, and honestly, the one thing isn't even that big of a deal, but, um, I mean, it's cool, but it's not that it's not that mind blowing. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a bummer too, you know, cause I kind of thought I was going to leave there with like this notebook full of secrets. Um, <laughs> but from a content creation and from a, you know, whatever you would call me, I don't even know what I am, but, um, I, I, it's nice because I don't have to like mince words very much because there's not really <laughs> anything I have to keep secret. Um, but one of the things we talked about a lot was the gear sets and how without going into a lot of detail, um, just for sake of time, I suspect most of the people who have worked on the game and who worked on the game, especially before the release, um, feel the same way that we do about almost everything. And, and I think that I don't, I don't think a lot of people think that I think a lot of people think that they think what they put out is perfect and amazing and great. And they're happy with it. Um, the impression I got from people a lot more than I expected was that they're not happy with how the division one went, um, as compared to their original vision or how they right. wanted it to go. Um, and that, 
made me feel better about a lot of things. It, it's also a little frustrating, you know, because you're, you know, we're like, well, if we all agree, then <laughs> why did it go this way? <laughs> but there's obviously, you know, financial reasons and time reasons and personnel reasons and giant corporation reasons, reasons and, too. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's, you know, that's, I've, I've worked for two very large companies after college and I now work for a very small company that still has those big company problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've been in management and all those positions. And, and that's one thing I try to convey to people sometimes is that I think it's okay to criticize. I actually think I encourage it. And I, despite my, my, my show up uh, reputation, I, I really think <laughs> criticism is essential um, when done like an adult. Um, I, I just think people need to have two ways of looking at things. I need to look at things from a best case scenario or from a, you know, the way things should be point of view. And then also have a realistic outlook on things and, and, and understand the real world and that I would love to have a game that encompasses the entire United States <laughs> and has every single building and every single house and every single person. But I also understand that that's not going to happen. Kind of that, you know, that, that way of looking at stuff. But, yeah. um, the, the gear sets were something we talked a lot about and how even in the division one right now, if the whole idea of them was that every single high end gear piece and every talent on those gear pieces was supposed to be desired or useful. Yeah. So when they introduced the gear sets, you had to make a choice of, do I want to give up these six gear talents or four? And when they first came out to get this gear set bonus, is it worth it? The problem is, is that there's what three pieces of high end gear with useful talents on them. Vigorous, uh, savage, savage. Nimble. Those are the main three. Yeah. So, you know, that obviously, because I would argue that today, if they did a full pass of all of the high end gear talents on all six pieces, uh, and replaced everything that isn't used, so almost all of them, with useful talents. No more, no more prosperous knee pads. <laughs> exactly. That you would see an insane shift in the game, even as it stands today, even with all of its other issues. I still think that you would see, obviously it would matter what they replaced them with, but if you gave people an actual choice, like I was saying before, how important that is, to... Hell, you could run a six-piece high-end set if you had six awesome talents because it would essentially be a classified gear set that you could choose, yeah. you could customize. Absolutely. That was the whole point from the beginning. Um, and then, you know, that's not how it worked out because of prosperous knee pads, you know. Yeah. And and I really hope that when we look forward to Division 2 with this this brand situation, that that's what they're going for. You know, yeah. If they're going to have gear sets in, and I really hope that they... I, I'm. I've always, I think, I love the idea of the classified sets. I, I get it. I get the power fantasy that they were wanting to bring with that. And it definitely is there, especially with sets like yeah, Striker. Too much. Too much, absolutely. Um, but I really would like to see, I, I really think that's what they're at least going for. They're, they're saying, here's these base brands on this high-end gear, essentially. So... In theory, there should be a choice. Do I want to give up these awesome brand bonuses that I can mix and match and and, and do? Or do I want to go for this gear set and have it set these specific things? Um, 
I, I'm hopeful that that's a mechanic that they can actually um, fulfill the way they intended to in the first game. Um, I would still argue that if if that was the intention in the first game, why didn't it ever change? You know, exactly. I, I, I like even to this day, why aren't HE and exotic items buffed to fourteen oh one main stats? I've, I agree. I I feel like when they introduced the system, the the new gear score system, there was an opportunity there to yeah. give us the ability to roll high end gear up to that fourteen oh one. No, I agree. Yeah. It's um, you know, I'm. I always try to be the eternal optimist and say that there's reasons behind things, and sometimes it probably just comes down to time and money, um, and that's the real world side of me, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I I really hope that's a thing I would like to see get put in there. Um, the last thing I will ask you about with this whole drawn out talk, which I've enjoyed very much, um, what do you think in general about the the main stat changes? Um, how we're not going to have firearms, stamina. Um, it does look like skill power is still in there, but in a different way. I'm cautious about it. Sure. Um, I really like the way it works in Division. Uh, it could be balanced better for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, it makes me wonder how it's going to work in Division 2. Sure. Where your damage comes from, where your tankiness comes from, where your skill power comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see what Guild Wars 2 effectively did. They went away from, like, the whole Trinity DPS tank healer, and it just became an unbalanced mess where everyone literally used one class because it was the best (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the the thing I see with it is I like the idea of every single player at the base having the same, like, health pool. Yeah. And then, but, like you were saying... You know, we need to see how you can impact that because it is an RPG. You know, I, I like the idea of that base stat where we all know that if I hit that guy with five headshots with my M4, he's gonna die because we all you know. But if I if he does it to me, I'm gonna die too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the idea of that and and not you know wondering if that person has ten thousand stamina and you know is gonna take four mags to kill, but. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I would say I would that's how I would describe it. Um, that's another thing that I feel like I just don't have enough information yet to make like a decision right. to even speculate on it. Um, I will anyways because that's who I am. Um, <laughs> but it's it's something I I think I'm I'm more leaning towards. I think it's going to be a good thing in the long run. Um, but again, there's just so little to go on at this point. Um, yeah, that's. We'll see. That, that, I feel like I've been saying we'll see a lot lately, <laughs> um, and that's okay. You know, I think yeah, uh, there's very little information, so yeah. that's basically all we can do. And, and we've had that such a, a drought since E3 of information. Right. Um, in the last week, we've gotten quite a bit. Um, yeah, the Comic Con. I'm waiting for like the videos to come out. Did you that. see? Um, Deep Fried Dave did post. Um, someone took. Yeah, like someone a, took like a, a vod of it, right? Yeah. Uh, so someone took an eight and a six minute clip. So they're they're pretty limited on what they show, but someone just with their phone recorded it. Um, but the voice is pretty clear. You can get a decent amount of the information. Um, Josh, Julian, and Alex Irvine talking them. Nice. Um, so if you look on Deep Fried Dave's account, you can see he posted the the YouTube page. Um, it's worth checking out. But yeah, they, I really, really, really hope they give us a true vod because um, I would love to hear more. I kind of doubt that it didn't seem like it was. It seems like it was mostly about the lore. 
in the world building and stuff, um, which mm-hmm. personally I find crazy interesting. Um, yeah. I, I, I really hope that um, Gamescon and PAX maybe gives us our first significant insight into yeah. PvP, DZ, um, stuff like that. Uh, I, I feel like that's decent timing, um, but I still kind of feel like we're in the calm before the storm when it comes to a lot of that stuff. So True, true. We shall see. Okay, um, that's my list of questions. We've been going for a little over an hour here. Um, I know oh, I did think of something. You yeah, asked me something earlier. Nuts. As what would I bring from like a PvP RPG game to Division okay. Two? Yeah, and um, one of the things Asheron Call did was they basically had what was called a PvP commodity team. Okay, um, it would be people that were working as part of the dev team, but they would also basically contact members of the community that were productive that had constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and they would essentially work towards better balancing things. And that's something I really hope division two has. So kind of like a hybrid between a CM and like the ETF kind of deal. Exactly. Okay. I think that's more than fair. Um, I think that'd be really cool Um, because that's the, and that's the thing. Like I've been one that's argued for a long time that, if you know, I, I think people get their um, outlook on the the community a bit skewed by Twitter and Twitch and stuff. I think okay. people fail to realize that that represents like 0.4 percent of the community. Um, I I think people fail to realize that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of players who have never looked at anyone's Twitter, oh, yeah. who have never watched a Twitch stream, who don't, don't even know, know Twitch what, is a thing. <laughs> yeah, they don't realize state of the game is a thing and. Um, I see that all the time. Um, and I think that's great. I actually kind of envy those people sometimes yeah. that they just get to play the game and they don't worry about it, you know? Um, but I, I think that that extra bit of community involvement that's like task-based, that's that, that has that, like you were saying, that specific focus on things like PvP, because they could even do something similar to PvE. That they could have, you know, people that focus on getting player feedback oh, from yeah. people with you know that aren't just going to call something aids or garbage or exactly. cancer you know that's that's like shit. people that's like uh naked cowboy mike like oh, yeah. he provides fantastic sure. information and analysis absolutely. especially in regards to like player economy systems yep. very smart guy <laughs> absolutely um i i think that i agree i think that'd be a great addition are there any other things you can think of that you wanted to mention or talk about or are you uh are you good um, what else? I guess we could do like analysis of things we saw in Division Two, but that would probably take way too long. Oh, that's fine. That's uh, I'd say we can uh, put that on the list for next time. For sure. Cool. Well, I'll start to wrap things up here. I will say that um, I suspect uh, Bronson and I will probably do something like this again. Um, if you guys have any questions in. for me, for Bronson. Or we do this another time, um, make sure to post it on whatever medium you find this on or on my Twitter, or you can DM me. You can do whatever you want. Um, you can check out the Discord as well. Um, you can check out uh, the home of the Echo Cast. It's at the Division Game Hub, uh, at the Division Game 2 Hub. Um, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. You can find me on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. Uh, Bronson, where can, where can people find you? You could find me on Twitter as the Bronson M4. You could find me on Twitch as Bronson M4. 
Um, if you're interested in like game balance and things like that, uh, if you look on the official Ubisoft forums um, for the division, I made a bunch of posts there under Bronson M4 and I'm on Reddit as well as Bronson M4 with a whole bunch of basically how to better balance the game posts. I appreciate your time. I appreciate Thanks you coming on with me. You're my first that. guest. It was, nice. uh, so I suspect I'll, I'll figure out how to distribute this. Uh, it's probably gonna be split into probably two episodes and, uh, I hope we can do it again. Same here. Absolutely. Uh, for anyone listening, new or old, thank you very much for checking this out. Um, we'll, you know, new episode every week. Um, I was Bond Diesel and, uh, until next time.